0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Welcome back, everyone. It's been such a while, it feels like, but I did take advantage of the little break from Vincenzo to also take a break here um, with my podcast. I had a lot of things going on in my personal life anyway, so it was just perfect timing. Um, So, That's why I also took a break. However, there are some new episodes that I have planned um, in addition to my Vincenzo recap um, coming up in the next week or so. I definitely want to do maybe a final review of Neviera. I think I... I have to, Um, but I also know that next week we have the finale episodes of Vincenzo, so I will definitely have that by the end of the week. Um, Yeah, I'll definitely have that at the end of the week, and then I also kind of just want to catch myself up on what's going to be airing and what I'm going to be replacing um, my Vincenzo recaps with. And if there is even a drama that I want to do a um, you know weekly recap of. So I'll try to also kind of catch myself up with that. So that might be next week, uh, but no promises. <laughs> so um, bear with me if this episode is a little kind of rusty. It's because it, ha- it feels like it's been so long since I've recorded an episode. So I feel like I'm gonna struggle a little bit, <laughs> so bear with me. Um, but I will be doing a recap today of Vincenzo's episode 17 and 18, and I will be doing this a little bit like I did the last episode, where I'm gonna just take my time with each of these episodes. And so I probably will give, um, you know episode 17, it's all its time. And if it's, you know, an hour, hour long run time, then I'll, you know, stop the, the, the episode podcast there and then um, continue on with ep- episode 18 and um, like a part two of this episode. So bear with me. I'm going to try to get myself back into the swing of things with this recap of Vincenzo episodes 17 and 18 and I am so grateful that you're still listening and that you've been listening and I just want to just have a I just want to take a moment to give a huge shout out to all of my listeners I don't have um, many (laughs) I'm sure but I do know that I'm seeing people listening and I am so grateful and I really appreciate you sticking by me and these Vincenzo recaps or whatever other episodes of my podcast you are listening to so let's go ahead and jump into Vincenzo episode 17 recap so if you can recall um two weeks ago we ended episode 16 um, very dramatically with Vincenzo Vincenzo comes in and he bursts through the glass doors of Junwoo's home or whatever, he's, wherever they are all staying. And Jun Woo was in there as well as um, Attorney Han, as well as um, Chairman Zhang, as well as Myung Ki. They're all there having, they were going back and forth, um, you know, arguing. And when Vincenzo bursts through the doors, it's also with the uh, man that murdered his mother. He is, you know, begging Myung, Myung for for help as he's running from Vincenzo and mionki in shock is screaming and and she's you know you know shocked that this man is you know yelling at her bloodied and behind him is Vincenzo with a gun to the back of his head and Vincenzo kills the man right there in front of mionki and everyone else and the blood you know splatters all over mionki and um and yeah so that's how episode 16 ended and so that's where we begin episode 17 and um everyone's kind of afraid of Vin Chisel Chisel at this moment he has a gun in his hand he just murdered somebody in front of their eyes and even Junbu which was shocking to me he is kind of you know like kind of hiding and you know he crouches down by the where he is hiding from Vincenzo and I was like hmm interesting Junwoo you can be afraid of someone as well despite the fact that he's a psychopath you know so that was interesting and then of course Chairman Jong is terrified and Attorney Han is terrified and even Myeonggi is freaking out which again she's done some very evil things she has been up uh you know been a proponent of murder and killing people time and time again she's the reason that you know she's the person who hired the man to kill Vincenzo's mother so obviously seeing Yonki and Jinwoo kind of reacting in fear um towards Vincenzo was refreshing <laughs> to say the least I know that sounds horrible but it was actually pretty refreshing I think they deserve that that terror in that moment uh, but yeah so Vincenzo is it's just there with his gun after murdering a man cold bloodedly in front of them. And he just, you know, tells them, you know, that was stupid of you um, to kill my mother. That's all he kind of leaps with. It's like, how dare you, you know, think that that was going to be okay. Um, and so in this process, Vincenzo also explains to him, explains to them all that, you know, I'm not going to kill you. This is not what I'm going to do right now. I'm not going to kill you. Um, but just just know your lives are over. Like he literally says that and he's so calm in this despite the fact that you know he is he is distraught with the death, you know death of his mother but also with anger anger. you know he has you can tell he's incredibly angry and yet he calmly just lets them know, yep. I'm not going to kill you. I'm standing here in front of you with a gun, but I'm not going to kill you. I don't feel like it right now. Just know I'm going to torture you guys and then you'll die. <laughs> and it sounds very vicious as Vincenzo um, we know can be. And these two episodes definitely were uh, Vincenzo at his most brutal. Let's just say that. Um, definitely at his most brutal. So, of course, after, you know... He, you know, lets them know that he won't kill them. He's like, "I'm done," but just know I'm gonna torture you, and you're gonna die slow and painful. And that's that's how I'm gonna leave it. And he, um, then he, you know, he before he leaves, though, this is great, though. Before he leaves, he does walk up to Junwu, and Junwoo, again is like, you know, he's cowering in fear in front of Vincenzo. He's literally on his knees in front of Vincenzo at this point, and. Um, Vincenzo tells him, I just want to let you know before I go, I want to give you a little taste of what you can expect from me in the future. And he shoots him in the air. <laughs> and it's, so, I'm laughing because it's not funny, but it was so vicious and it was so brutal, but it was like, good, good for you, Vincenzo. That's the least he can have is a, a gun, you know, a, a gun wound to the air. That's perfect. Um, so he shoots him in the air of course he's you know junwoo's screaming and hollering holding his ear and myonki is running up to him you know you know trying to make sure he's okay um chairman jong is pretending like he cares and he's like someone call 9-1-1 you know and vincenzo slowly leaves um not even slowly he just kind of walks off and um And they're left behind him, you know, screaming for the ambulance. And um, after that, we see Vincenzo going back to um, see his mother's body um, at the, you know, at the hospital where they're, you know, basically, um, where he's identifying her body in a way. And, uh, I'm, I'm like, oh, it was in Cha Young's there and she's, you know, her face is red and her eyes are all, you know, bloodshot cause she's been crying and she's standing outside where his mother's body is being kept. And Vincenzo walks in and she just watches him, Cha Young just watches him walk into his mother's, you know, into the room where his mother's body is. And he, um, you know, he, he tells the people not to kind of, you know, will her off and he just tells them to wait. And he's falls to his knees crying. Um, and it's just so distressing because he's covered in blood. You know, he just basically tortured this man, murdered this man, and his blood splatter still on his face and his hands. And he's crying, you know, hysterically, on his knees by his mother's, you know, lifeless body. And he's rubbing her, you know, her face and with that blood on his hand, dry blood on his hand. And it's just Heartbreaking, oh, to say the least. It's heartbreaking. And he calls her mom after never getting the chance to do that again um, and refusing to do that for a while after meeting her again. And he calls her mother. And even you remember in previous episodes, Ch- um, Chan Young was like, Go and call your mom, you know, mom. You should do that. You know, she deserves that. That would make her so happy. And he was on his way to do that when she was murdered. So he has to say it to her in this kind of moment where she's already gone and she didn't get to hear it. Um and so it's so sad. And I just was like you know, it was frustrating that he didn't get that closure with his mother um that he deserved. He really, really did deserve. But so then after that we go to a scene of the funeral and it's so wonderful that um not that it's a funeral happening but all of the tenants of the plaza are there and you start to see now that Vincenzo really does have a family and um in Korea you know he was grew up in Italy that's his life that's you know his family he has his you know Italian family back there and again this kind of this cross between his Korean family and his Italian family actually happens in these two episodes. So I thought that was interesting and nice that they did show that. Um, but it shows that he has a family now. They're all, there supporting him and Cha Young's helping, helping them, um, you know, everything with like kind of the funeral situation. And then after the funeral, um, Vincenzo and Cha Young are by his mother's grave and, you know, they're just sitting there talking, um, and, And Vincenzo just feels like it's all his fault. Like this is the reason why she's gone is because of him and what he basically brought on to her being who he is. And Chal Young immediately lets him know that's not fair to you and your mother. You can tell how happy she was to have met him again after all these years and to see him looking and doing so well in her eyes, you know, and that that was something she got to have before passing and she probably would not have gotten that had he not been back so he you know she Cha Young again Cha Young is a girl she has totally grew on me these last four or five episodes six episodes she has definitely been a Cha Young character a character that I really 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 enjoyed I love how she is like this becoming this rock (laughs) um And she's becoming so, and she's so strong and she always has been strong, but like not in a kind of false sense. Like like she's actually, you know, built up this strength to kind of stand, um, not only beside Vincenzo, but in front of him in times. And I feel like this is her kind of standing up in front of him and being like, no, I can help support you and help you in this moment. I've dealt with this myself as we know she has. And so, um, it's just lovely that we get to see that. With her character at least, and then Vincenzo you know, is emotional, of course. Talk, you know, listen to her, but he, he tells her, you know, after that, that he misses his mother, <laughs> and he's crying again. And she just is, you know, Cha Young is just there supporting him while he cries, and it's just so heartbreaking um, because he. He had been away from his mother for so long. He grew up without his mother. And to finally get her back in his life, and immediately she's ripped from him. He, didn't. He, of course, misses her. <laughs> so it was just a really beautiful, horrific um, moment. But it was beautiful in that you got to see this side of um, Vincenzo. That is just this emotional, um, vulnerable side of Vincenzo. And so after that, in, that night, Vincenzo goes home and he's just sitting there um, and you hear, and this was so sad, you you see him pulling out the scarf that his mother had made and gave to Chong Young in the couple episodes back. It was a gift that she had gave Chang Young apparently but it appears that this was a gift or you know the scarf that she made was not a gift for Chang Young but it was actually a gift that she wanted Cha Young to hold um for Vincenzo um and she wanted to give and she wanted her to give it to him after she had passed um along with the letter that accompanied the um the, the scarf, and we saw Chang Young read this letter a couple of episodes ago, and she was emotional and crying while reading the the letter. And this obviously is where we knew Chang Young realized that that you know that's how she kind of found out that was his mother. And so you have Shinzo sitting here in the dark of his apartment um, with the scarf in one hand and reading and you know reading the letter. And the letter we hear in his mother voice, kind of in a voiceover, and she's basically. Um, is you know she wrote it to Cha Young, you know she's like Cha Young, can you please do this? Can you give this to my you know my son after I go? You know like you hear her talking to Cha Young, but then the letter switches to Vincenzo and she calls him by his you know his real Korean name, uh, which is Ju Hyung, and it was so moving and so precious and so sweet um, and so sad. Uh, but she basically lets him know how he was. You know her, her everything, her happiness, and she—he's the only reason that she lived for as long as she did, and gave her reasons for living, and um, she just wants him to know how much she loved him, and has, and will always love him, and had always loved him, and he's of course crying as he reads this letter, and it's just—it was so, 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 so sad, and I really enjoyed this whole situation though, not in the sense like it was a good thing to enjoy, but it was just great for Vincenzo's character um Vincenzo's always kind of we we always got his motivation we always knew the reasons behind his actions so I never had any issues with that but even more so this really ties it on home for him kind of where the final straws are um, and how he's going to get to and and explain kind of why he's going to do what he's going to do whatever it may be in these next few episodes um so it, it just kind of helped give a little bit more fire to Vincenzo's motivation. So I did and, and I did think that was done very well, despite the fact that it was really distressing that we had to go through this with Vincenzo. Um, it does kind of, of course, support the story and Vincenzo um, Vincenzo's character. And it also helped with Cha Young's character. Like I said, she has really pivoted into a position where, you know, her main priority isn't just taking down Babel because of, you know... Babel's sake, but also not because of her revenge for her father. But now it's also tied to the tenants that we have grown to love. It's also tied to Vincenzo and his mother's passing. Um, so it's 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 all connected, and now it's just making us feel even more so for these characters and giving them more fuel for their fire. Um, and I'm 100% behind that. And I 100% support that. Um, so yeah, after that very um, moving scene, we go into um, to another, we go to the kind of babble camp, which is Junwoo and Yonki, And we find that Junwoo is actually in the hospital getting treated for his wound on him, and his ear uh, because Jinsol shot it. <laughs> That's not funny, but it is. Um, So he's, you know, livid in this hospital room and he's yelling at the, you know, the nurses as they try to treat him. And he's just screaming at everybody. He's screaming at um, Chairman Jong and he's screaming at Myung And he's just like, you know, I don't want to stay here. I've got stuff to do, basically. And they're like, no, you should stay here and get your wound treated. You know, definitely stay here. And, you know, Jun Woo is just like, you know, yelling and he goes to Myonky and he tells her, You have to promise me that you're going to make sure Vincenzo has a horrible death. Like I want you to murder him in the worst way possible, basically, is what he says to Myonky and she of course being the little, you know, I don't wanna call her what I was gonna call her. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, Miyagi is not a person I like, um, a character that I like. But she basically, of course, is like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, And then. um, So, so, yeah, that's the scene with Jumu and Babel and all. So then we go back to Vincenzo and he's um, sleeping at this point. And when we say sleeping, it's he's sleeping very, you know, in distress, he's having nightmares, and his nightmares are about his past um, in the mafia and kind of what he's done in the past and all the thing horrible things he's done to other people. And he kind of has this very vivid um, memory of him killing um, a, a man in the car, and next to him in the car, which Benchesel was not aware of, was a young child. And um, that always it seems like took always plays back in his mind that he murdered this person's, um, parent, you know, this child's parent right there in front of the child. Um, and then he goes back in his memories and his kind of dreams go back to when he, um, was at the orphanage. And then that leads him to kind of his, his time that he spent with his mother older and getting to see her again. And he kind of jolts awake from that. Um, but yeah, so his character basically is going through it at this point, to say the least. Um, but the next morning, um, you have Young Woon, and I <laughs> um, know his name now. But um, you have Young Woon, and Young Woon, well, this is, I'm sorry, Young Woon is not... Um, What am I trying to say about Young Moon's character? So, Young Moon is, I'm sorry, I said, I know Young Moon's name, I'm sorry. I was thinking of the the paralegal's name. I call him, I never call him by his name, I always call him the lawyer with the glasses. but he's not even actual lawyer he's apparently <laughs> so either way his character just i'm all over the place with him but young woo comes over um the next morning to the plaza and he visits vincenzo and he brings vincenzo's guns and bullets um and during this process he's kind of just talking to you know young woo and then vincenzo does him know that you know i'm ready to to start the battle with Babel basically like like all that was happening before was not the battle like not like that everything before was the battle and now we're at war kind of thing so now he's like I'm ready to start war (laughs) with Babel and he um you know it's basically and this is the thing they kept using chess throughout these two episodes as kind of like this is the game that Vincenzo is about to play as he's about to play let's kind of have his chess match with Babel. And so he's like, he's ready to start his first chess move. And um, going downstairs after he has his guns or whatever, he gets, you know, has all that set up. He's going downstairs of, you know, in the plaza and he sees that all the tenants are there waiting for him. And, oh, this was such a touching moment. Everyone, all of the tenants are standing there and they have um, closed all their shops down, um, kind of like for grieving and mourning of his mother and showing support of him. And one of the tenants, she comes up and she gives him this huge hug and Vincenzo getting hugs for me is always going to be a happy moment because he, you can tell he grew up with not, not many hugs. Um, and so, you know, he had the hug with the people that, um, that were killed. Um, the families, we know in the beginning, the families that they had kind of helped win the case against Babel, he had a hug from them, and that was really precious. And then he had the hug from his mother, and then now this hug from one of the tenants. I mean, he when he gets hugs, it's so sweet. And it's like, oh, he deserves those hugs because he hasn't had them ever. You know, you can tell. They're foreign to him. They're kind of new to him. But whenever he gets them, you can tell he really, really, really appreciates, appreciates them. So... That's one of my favorite moments. Um, but yeah, so the tenants are all there showing their love and support for him and kind of just like, you know, asking, you know, telling him whatever you need from us, we're going to do whatever we absolutely can and that we want to help you win this, you know, this war against Babel so let us know what we can do and Vincenzo he doesn't say anything he just kind of keeps quiet and just kind of nods and walks away from them and they're like yelling his name behind him and you can tell he's just he's taking it all in and uh, such a and that's again let me give a shout out to acting um Song Jun Ki the acting I mean even in this moment where he's like kind of solemn and he's not showing much emotion and he's you know, he's keeping his you know his composure when when you know hearing all this from the tenants and when he's walking away from them, the way he the way he kind of just like, you know, is holding it all in, but you can tell he's holding it all in. That is I mean, acting at its finest. Jun, Song Jun Ki, he did amazing in this drama. And I it hasn't even ended yet, and I can tell you he did amazing. Okay, so now let me go back to, um, oh, he, oh, he says it's the other thing. And then the tenant says, they, before he kind of like leaves them completely, um, the, you know, the uh, detective on, uh, he's the you know police officer who went undercover, you know, and he lives now at the, you know, at the plaza with them. He basically says that, you know, one of his, his dreams was always to say that, you know, that his ex well, sort of was, I guess, to say that he can now, now that he can, is now that he can say he's a part of the Casano family. So they all basically put themselves under this kind of family that is Vincenzo's family, you know, how they do in in Italy, like you're part of the family. Um, and so now they're telling him that they are a part of the, his family. And I, love that moment those are the tiny moments where i just eat those kind of things up and i have to always remind you all if you haven't listening to my recaps and i haven't said it in a couple episodes i'm gonna say it now <laughs> detective on is one of my favorite characters in this drama hands down like it's like vincenzo and then <laughs> detective on <laughs> he is so funny! I mean, so good. Love his character. He he did a ama- he's doing amazing, sweetie. Um, love him. Uh, but yeah, so let's shoot back to the Babel side of things. So now we go back to Jun Wu, who is preparing for the auction, and the auction is basically the ba- Babel Tower they are selling units of the Babel Tower and all these kind of very influential people and these high places in the government of Korea. um, And not even the government, I'm sorry, just in the high places in Korea who have a lot of control of different aspects of the society in Korea. All these people are basically vying for a piece of this Babel Tower because it's going to, of course, mean more money for them, more status for them. And then all the while, the way that they win at this au- auction is <laughs> basically offering Babel or offering Junwoo, Whatever services they can provide the company. So, for example, um, if you are working in the media, if you're high up in the media, you can help Junwoo or help Babel, you know, sway the media to go different way, different directions, so that you make Babel look good. So that's something you can offer them and potentially win <laughs> um, one of these fancy, wonderful, expensive units of the Babel Tower. So, basically, Junwoo is preparing for that auction. And while he's preparing, you know, they're getting dressed, getting ready. Vincenzo calls him. Yes, Vincenzo calls chun (laughs) And he lets him know, hey, so just want to let you know that I am in the point with you all that I realize that now um, it's war. And in this war, I just want to let you know that this is basically going to be a game of chess. And I want to tell you that I'm moving my piece very soon. So get ready. And, you know, Jumu is like, you know, scoffing at Vincenzo on the phone. He's like, you know, whatever. And he's like, I'm just going to let you know, this is a game of chess. I'm going to move and get rid of every single one of your pieces, which I love the little metaphor here in the analogy. He's like, I'm going to move every one of your pieces, remove them all from the board and I'm going to leave you alone. And it's going to be absolutely embarrassing and humiliating for you. And then I'm going to get rid of you, basically. And it's just like, that's me clapping because I I was like, because I know he's still grieving. I know he's still hurting. And yet he's kind of bearing in all of that to kind of get this ball rolling so he can basically take down Zulu and in those moments he's just so cool (laughs) and of course Jun is like again scoffing at Vincenzo like yeah 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 whatever I'm not gonna lose I don't lose get out of here um and he's like and Vincenzo's like no trust me trust and believe you're actually already losing so good luck with that um and it's just you know ends the call there and then back at the plaza you you know are with the tenants and Vincenzo, and they're kind of discussing like you know what they can do to help Vincenzo, and then you see um, the paralegal, whose name is actually Ju Song, I believe. Yes, Ju Song. He comes in with um, Vincenzo's card, like credit card or, or black card or whatever you want to call it, and he. Um, <laughs> Um, you know, like the credit cards are like unlimited and only the most wealthiest and people in the world have these cards. I think it's like a black card. Yeah. So he comes in with Vincenzo's black card with the tenants and he tells them, let's go. We have to go get your Casano uniform. (laughs) Love it. I love it. I love it. One of my favorite um, tropes in just anything that I watch, it's definitely found family. Like I love when there's like groups that come together who are kind of all at at balls and they come together and they work together on this kind of same mission and they, their different personalities all contribute to their success. And I love that. This is basically what this is. So the fact that they all are now officially a part of the Casano family and they go out and get their uniforms which is just basically all black everything um like the the women they all have like black you know suits some with the skirts some with the pants and all the guys have black suits and they have sunglasses and it's like they have we get this slow motion shot of them like kind of walking all together like coming um you know like when the scenes when they're like each person is coming into the, the same frame as they're slowly walking. And also in the middle of them comes Vincenzo and Cha Young in their same kind of black suits and, and sunglass attire. And, um, and you can tell they're getting ready. They're ready. They're getting ready. And it's just like, yes. So what they're getting ready for is going to be was a very interesting situation so basically they're getting ready um but we switch back to see Jun Bu and his crew uh, the Babel crew are getting ready for the auction and you know they're dressed up getting ready to going in and they're at this building or whatever to to auction to, to, to hold the auction and what we see is that the tenants who are all dressed in black are basically um you know gain access into this event. They pretend to to work there in different avenues. Like some people are acting as if they are, um, you know, workers who, you know, clean there. Other people are acting as like security. So they all are, the tenants are all in some kind of way working together as a part of this kind of plan at the auction. And um, so then Jungwoo and his team are getting in town, ta- getting, you know, all settled with their auction and getting ready for the auction to begin, so Vincenzo and Chang however, are not there. They're actually upstairs, like in a hotel room together. And that sounds weird, but they're upstairs in the sa- the same hotel where this event is happening, and they're watching this this auction, like with the you know, you know, like of just a live what's happening in the moment in the auction. So while they're watching that, you see Vincenzo's, um, you know, remember Mienki's. Um, kind of henchmen who Vincenzo then took on as his henchman. Um, they one of his men arrives. He's dressed up in his kind of like trench coat and he's like walking up the stairs, you know, going you know basically going towards the auction. And you'll see that there are, you know, like I said, the security guys posted everywhere and, and the security by when I say security, I also mean Vincenzo's, you know, crew, the tenants, also are pretending to be security and they kind of signal that um Vincenzo's kind of henchmen, stolen henchmen, can go in. He's allowed to go into the um yeah, he's allowed to go into the auction. When he um, you know, and the thing is when before he goes into the auction um, the tenant, one of two of the tenants had brought in a, like a nice big cake, like a celebratory cake for this auction, I guess, after they successfully sell off all of these um, units. And this cake, we find out is not just a cake. <laughs> so the henchman, he comes in and he pushes the cake um, to the, you know, inside. And then he is walking past key because, mind you, Uh, you know this is all the Babel crew is there and he walks past Myeonggi and Myeonggi freaks out she literally jumps out of her seat screams at him and the you know the henchman's looking at her like you know who I am and she's in shock obviously because she thought he was dead because Vincenzo had you know showed that he basically had murdered them but he didn't Um, and then Junwoo was like do you know who that is? Because this man is just bursting in through their, you know, their auction right now. And she's like, no, 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 I don't know. And the man immediately goes in front of everybody in this room, which again is holding all these important people that we know um woo is trying to basically win over to his dark side so that they can help support Babel and any of the dirty work that they do. So he is standing in front of the room in front of all these important people and he and I'm sorry important and corrupt people and he opens his trench coat and there's a bomb supposedly attached attached to his body. And he also says there's a bomb inside of the cake, which we saw him kind of push Will in a little bit closer to everybody. And so everyone's you know, starts freaking out and screaming, the, you know, all the people. And um, he's like, I've been kidnapped and I've been wired and strapped up with this. And I'm telling you that all I know is that I have that I, I'm, I'm supposed to come in here and tell you all to end your, you know, your ties to Babel and Jun Or everyone in here will die. This is a real bomb. These are real bombs. And, you know, so he's saying the bomb attached to him as well as the bomb in the cake. There's, you know, a bomb in the cake. So don't, you know, please, please listen to me. But, of course you know, attorney Han and, you know, June would are like, this is fake. This can't be real. You know, they start questioning him and the man's like, I don't know who put me up to this, but I would you know, I've been following the text message and the text messages telling me what to do. I don't know who's behind this. And then of course we switch to a flashback scene of Vincenzo and, you know, telling the henchman, um, to make sure he, he convinces everyone that this is a real that he's actually has a real bomb attached to him and he says to him and his other henchmen so remember there was two guys that worked for Yonki that now work for Vincenzo he tells them both like once you complete this mission for me both of you can I'm gonna set you both free you no longer have to do dirty work for me and you can leave the country I'm done so of course those two henchmen are kind of like happy they're like okay this is our final mission we can leave and so that's in the flashback um, but then we go back to the scene of the auction, and the the, the henchman staying in front of the, uh, everyone, and Junwoo and all of the you know Babel team, and he's yelling at them, "You have to, you know, you have to cut, you know, your ties and relations to the to Babel, to Junwoo. You have to get rid of these contracts that you were making today. Don't do it, or we all die. This is a real bomb. I'm serious." And immediately. You know, Junwoo is like, this is Vincenzo. I know this is Vincenzo, and again, they start questioning, like, this is, this isn't, can't be real. This is fake. This is just to get, make a big scene to humiliate me, like that, like Vincenzo said he would do, Junwoo, right? So, you know, they're like, no, no, it's gonna explode, and there's a timer going off behind him, and the bomb is like, you know, it's counting down, it's counting down, and then the next thing you know, the bomb goes off. And not just any bomb. The bomb attached to the henchman. Who we, in the flashback, were certain was a fake bomb that Vincenzo had hooked up to him. Because he said he can go free after he completes this mission. And to convince everyone in the room that it is a real bomb. Because we all know it's fake. Right? No, 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 no. Vincenzo kills this guy. He literally kills him. And he um yeah (laughs) he killed him and everyone in the room freaks out obviously they rush to the doors to try to get out but the doors are locked because of the tenants they have locked them into that room so oh actually the man locked them into the room and then the you know security outside which is also the tenant's they are protecting the, the, you know, the room. So they're like screaming, trying to get outside of the room. They're screaming. And they all realize like this man was not lying. There was a bomb attached to him and it just went off. So the second bomb, which is supposedly in the cake, they're like, oh, it's going to happen. We're going to die in here. And so people um, are, are freaking out. Then we get cut back to the hotel room that Vincenzo and Cha Young are sitting in watching all of this. And Cha Young is... Um, confused, to say the least, because she was not, she was not aware uh, that um, the bomb was real, that was attached to the henchman, and that he was going to actually set the bomb off and kill him. Um, Cha Young apparently had no idea of this, and Vincenzo was just kind of like, you know, shrugging, and he's like, you know, I told you I would do away with these men, you know, because these are the men who were responsible for Cha Young's Father's death. Um, so he's like, I told you that I would get rid of these men when we had no no use for them anymore. So this is how I basically decided to do it. And I was going to let you actually be the person to press the button to kill him, but I thought that would be a little too much. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> With Chai Young, I was a little in shock. I was more in shock, not that he killed the man, I was more in shock that he didn't tell Cha Young about it. I felt a little kind of like, mm, you guys have been working together so closely. You have not kept any secrets between you two for a while now. I was a little in shock that he would do that kind of behind her back, especially when he said he was doing it for her sake, you know? So I was a little, 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 just a little confused about that, Vincenzo. But it also, to me, was speaking to where his headspace is. Like, Vincenzo is... um he's out for blood right now and he really doesn't care whose it is as long as it's going to get him to, you know, his main goal, which is to take down and completely destroy Junbu. So you can see kind of where his headspace with this plan. Um, so of course, Cha Young is in shock. She's not a little, you know, she's, a, she's taken aback. She's a little confused. Um, and you know, Vincenzo's like, are you do you not want me, did you not want this to happen? You know, did you not want me to punish those people that did this to your fault? And she's like, you know, nope, nope, you're This is fair. She's like, nope, this is fair. And she kind of like takes it. And, um, she just kind of takes a minute there, but I do feel like it was rough for her because she felt like she was directly responsible for this man's death, which Vincenzo kind of makes her feel in a way. Um, and so again, I didn't really like this moment. I thought Vincenzo that, he went about it the wrong way. He should at least gave her some, a heads up, you know, that this is where I'm going to basically uphold my promise to you. Just so she wasn't completely blindsided. But okay, either way, we go back to the room and the people are freaking out because they can't get out of the doors. And then they're trying to remember like, oh, the guy told us that we needed to get rid of these, you know, this contract, you know, to cut our ties. And then everyone gets a text message and the text message all says like, Get your contract that you signed up there at the front of the room and eat it. And then kneel on your knees and swear aloud that you will never work with Babel again. I was like, Oh, Vincenzo is ruthless. He's making these men, these people, like, on their, you know, grovel on their knees and like they're hysterical. And the text message we see is sent by Mary, and Mary is the, the kind of tech girl in the tenant who lives in the plaza, who we know also, um, was the person who designed the security system for all, the room where all the gold is. So she's going to come back into play in these next two episodes, in these episodes. So remember Mary. So Mary is the one who kind of did the little mass text to everybody. And so then, um, you see all the people listening to the text message and immediately doing what they, they were told to do. Getting on their knees, chewing on their contract. You see these people, grown people, chewing on paper and screaming and, and yelling in the air. It was so humiliating, and that's exactly what Vincenzo wanted. So it was menu <laughs> uh, So after that, um, you see Junwoo and, and and crew just in shock, and they're just like. Limit, you know, because this is exactly kind of the way that a way to ruin what what Jewel had planned. And um, while this is happening, you remember there's a cake, right? There's a bomb in the cake, and the timer is still going down. And so again. They're like, okay, we got to get out of here because the timer keeps going down and the people are like swearing like they thought, like once they started, you know, groveling that the timer would go off. The bomb would stop. You know, we would nothing would be everything would be okay, Um, And then sure enough, the timer goes down, the bomb and the cake goes off and it's just a cake. That starts shooting, I think, champagne And <laughs> the top of the cake. I mean, it was hilarious. So, yeah, it wasn't a bomb in the cake, to say the least. And so, of course, Vincenzo and Cha Young are kind of upstairs and they're like, and success. So, next day, we get a quick scene um, of Attorney Han hmm and he's basically going like he's outside someone's house and he's telling you know like to to someone it looks like they're very important he says can I can I please have a meeting with you know with this person this person we're like who is this person that he wants to have this meeting with and when he says it to you know it's important because it's about the guillotine file so the person immediately is like oh okay okay and they kind of work out him getting a meeting then we also see um, Myunghee kind of in her car, and she's, on you know, in a parking, a parking deck. Is that what you call it? But whatever. She's getting out of her car, and guess who's there to meet her? Her old henchman, who used to, who now works for Vincenzo, right? He immediately is like on his knees in front of her, and he's like. Please, please, please save me. Help me. I need your help. Please, please, please. And she's like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe you went over to his team. But it's, go- it's okay. I need you to tell me everything. You know, we're going to have some drinks. And then, you know, we'll, we'll figure this all out. You know, this is what she tells him. And he gets in the car with her. And they go about their way. I'm just going to cut to the chase here and just let you know she kills him. Period. That's all you need to know about that the second henchman is also dead and killed by the hands of Malky. So, next, we go to something that I absolutely loved in these two episodes. Episode 17 and 18 had a had the 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 birth of my personal favorite um, couple. (laughs) of the show, which was a little surprising, but I could see them going this route in a way, and I was a little in shock by this, but I was like, I like it, I liked it, I really, really liked it, because I actually really could not hate um, Chairman Zhang, so his name, you know, I call him Chairman Zhang because he that's what he was known for from the very beginning, a half of first half of the drama. But it's really his really Miss Han So, and Chairman Jong is of course we know the brother of Jun and and these two episodes they have Vincenzo and Hanso meeting secretly together. Um, I mean obviously he's been meeting with Vincenzo and crew, you know behind his brother's back. For a couple of episodes now but in these two episodes he's specifically meeting with just um Vincenzo and where he meets him is the the hockey rink and I really really loved this because the hockey rink was our introduction to Chairman John he was there in the hockey rink you know he you can tell goes there to let off steam and the very beginning the first time we are introduced to him he's there you know skating around and then we see someone come up to him and basically beat him with a hockey stick on his knees you know so this hockey rink for him is a place of it's it's not a happy place for him but also it is his happy place and we come to find out the person that was beating him with a hockey stick was his brother Junwoo but um, now we see him in the hockey rink and he's with Vincenzo and you're like hmm what is this kind of this meeting of these two and they're both dressed in hockey gear and they're you know skating around and it's really really cute and they both have their hair down and i told you in the last uh, podcast episode about the kind of the you know the k-drama um you know symbolism with the care the male character's hair being down and having bangs as opposed to it being slicked back. Um, and so they both have their hair down. So you kind of have them both in these kind of vulnerable states around each other, skating around. And it's really playful. And you're like, Vincenzo, playful, Chairman jong having someone to be playful with, because he is a very carefree, I mean, not carefree, but he obviously is not the brightest tool in the shed, but he's very kind of aloof. And is aloof the right word? Maybe not aloof, but he, you know, he's he has a little bit of a free spirit and I always kind of felt bad about not liking him and him being on the babble side and I always felt for him and I have to say the actor can't think of his name right now adorable have been watching him every drama that I've seen him in he's always been like a little scene stiller for me so love him but their little relationship is so cute it's so cute and like I said Vincenzo's being very kind of you know he's he's being a little he's obviously had has his walls up because he has to but he also is being actually quite um you know calm around um Hanzo and so they're skating around and you find out that Hanso is the reason that Vincenzo knew about the auction and where it was going to be held and all of that we also see um and we, we basically also hear Hanzo being like, okay, so what else do you need me to do? Like, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to do whatever you need me to do. And Vincenzo's like, I just know in the next couple, you know, days, there's going to be some things that happen and there's going to be a shift of power. When that moment happens, then let me know. Okay, and so Hanzo is like, yes, sir, yes, sir, absolutely, and then he says, you know, that he cutely is, like, kind of pouting, he's asking Vincent like, just since I'm helping you, right? Like, you're not going to kill me, right? And Vincenzo's like, yes, 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 whatever. I'm not going to kill you. And you're like, hmm, is Vincenzo going to kill him? (laughs) You're not really sure. So that's a little nerve wracking because I am like, you know, in that moment, I like their little interaction. It's very kind of playful and it's kind of cute and kind of relaxed. And then at the same time, you're reminded that Vincenzo's not completely trusting of him and he's on working for the other side so if anything goes wrong he probably would you know kill him at the drop of the hat and so that was a little kind of like hmm we don't know what Vincenzo's capable of he is still grieving and mourning the loss of his mother so we don't know what he's capable of well we do know what he's capable of but we don't know when his next kind of moment's going to be um when he attacks someone so that was, you know, that was interesting. That moment was. But after that, we get to um basically I'm trying to remember where I am. Oh yeah. So after that, we get um them, you know, they leave, you know, they have that little moment. It's like I said, it's super, super cute because he's like leaving. Vincenzo's was like, okay, I'm by, we gotta go. And Hanso is like, okay, you know, wait for me. I'm going to leave too. And he's like skating towards him quickly. And he kind of like stumbles and almost falls. And in the moment of him almost falling, he falls onto Vincenzo's chest. And like Vincenzo catches him. And it's super cute because, you know, is like, get off of me. But Hanso, he has this moment of just like being very thankful and happy for Vincenzo for catching him in this moment. So it was kind of telling that moment of Vincenzo catching him. And so... I don't know. It just it was just a sweet moment and you could see a kind of like switch or like a little like a like a light bulb goes off in Hanzo, in that very moment that Vincenzo catches him. <laughs> but either way he's like pushes him off, is like, you know, basically hits him, like, leave me alone <laughs> and Hanzo is just like he's super enamored with Vincenzo. He's like smiling after him and so super cute moment. But yes. So then we go to um Vincenzo and Chan Young, um, talking about their next moves. Um, they, you know, they're, you know, happy about their success at the, the, you know, auction situation. And now they have to kind of move on to the next thing. And that has to do with the plaza because that, that's a whole nother situation that we still haven't really got to, but either way. So then we go to the Babel side of things. And Junwoo is with Hanzo, and he's, like, brings up the fact that um, Junwoo got shot, you know, by Vincenzo. And he's like, yeah, so... When I got shot by Vincenzo, you know what that reminded me of? When you, my brother, shot me. <laughs> um, but he's like, you know, I'm just so happy to be alive. And, you know, you're my brother, and I love you. Uh, we only have each other. And it's, this, of course, is a moment we get right after seeing Hanzo and Vincenzo having such, like, a brotherly, um, loving moment. Um, so we were like, hmm, that's kind of what a real brotherly interaction would be like, not what you have with him. So it was just kind of our 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 the audience's reminder of like yeah he's not a real brother of Hanso um so that so basically that this is interesting that that was a part of these two episodes the Hanso and Jun relationship like their brotherly relationship and how it w- is exposed basically to be not um and and yeah, so that was good. It was good. Like Junwoo thinks he has Hanzo. But again, remember, Vincenzo told him, I'm going to remove everybody from around you. All of your chess pieces, I'm going to take one by one. And this was one of those for him. Yeah, obviously it was Hanzo. So um, then Junwoo Wu tells um, Hanzo that, you know, he's proud of him and he's, you know, doing a lot better with everything. So he wants to give him another kind of, subset of Babel. And he's like, you can handle Babel bio, um, as your kind of like test. Um, And then if you do really well with that, I'll give you Babel chemicals and, you know, and more after that. And Junwoo's like, oh, thank you so much. That sounds great. You know, he seems to be super excited about his new kind of, um, you know, his brother basically giving him something. Next, we switch to Attorney Han because remember, Attorney Han, in you know the Bible side of things, had said he needed a meeting with a very important person, and you know, I think they call him like the elder or something like that. And sure enough, he's meeting with the elder, who we find out is a candidate for the pres- uh, pres- pres- presidency, and uh, I'm going to call him. Um, Yeah, just to say the guy who's running for president. (laughs) And so the guy that runs running for president, he also is, I guess, has something to do with this guillotine file as the guillotine file has information on all the kind of top people. And he tells them where the file is, who has the file, and that they need the file, right? Um, And the guy, you know, running for president, he's like, Why? Why? What? What? What do I have to do to get this situation? Because it sounds ridiculous. Like he's like, you know, Attorney Attorney Hans telling him, uh, town you know this this guy who works with the mafia. He there's millions and billions of dollars underneath this old plaza building that's in your kind of like that I think he has some control over and he's like you know and then the guillotine file is also down there so I yeah I definitely think you should um yeah we need to get this taken care of and so um attorney Han you know asked him for his help like please protect me because I need your help um because attorney Han has given up on you know Woo, which if you were smart, anyone would do that. Okay. So after that, I'm going to try to squeeze, squeeze through this a little bit quicker. So after that, we see that, um, Vincenzo and the monks move, you know, are meeting together and he's like trying to get them to move because they need to get underneath the floor and all that kind of stuff. And he, they're like, no, we wouldn't move. We can't do that. But then they said, "Wait, but we have something. We have a question for you. We, 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 we want to ask you something." And then Vincenzo, whatever they say, he's smiling, and then he, you know, he gets up and leaves. And so you're like, "Hmm, something exchanged between the monks and Vincenzo," because again, the the gold is hidden underneath the monks' room, you know, their room in I mean, in um, the plaza. Next, we cut to. Um, Junggu and Chairman Jong and Youngki meeting up with very important people, of course, to bribe them with all the stuff that they've been bribing him, and then they are you know meeting together and um, he um, and you know who and you know they're meeting together with all these important people, and one of the important people is the the director of the kind of intelligence agency who I thought was a good guy, you know, but he was shown to be helping or, you know, working with Babel in this Babel Chapel Tower situation um, only to find out that he actually is working for Vincenzo and crew. Of course he is. I don't know why I doubted him because his character, um, you know, is the boss of... Um, Detective on, as well as um, Young Woon so they all kind of like know each other and from the intelligence agency and we see that you know they're meeting Vincenzo together and they're like their plan all along was to have him infiltrate Babel and pretend to be someone that could offer them protection through the intelligence agency so that he can kind of get some insider information to Vincenzo and Co and so it's just perfect and then um he also gets a recording of one of the last meetings that Myung-hee and Jun woo and all of them are having with these important people. Um, And they're kind of like giving them bribes and giving them gold so that they can, of course, get what they want from them. Um, And they get that on camera. After they get that on camera, um, you see that um, Myung-hee and Ko, so that's Jun woo Chairman Jong, as well as... um, Jun yeah, Wu, yeah, and Attorney Han are all meeting with this kind of important man who is the kind of chief advisor of the guy that's running for the president. So he's meeting with all of them and he lets them know there are going to be some changes and that he's aware of where the gold is and he's aware of Vincenzo and he's aware of the guillotine file and they're going to basically take over and set and, and set everything straight. So in saying that to Jun Wu and co, um, of course you realize that you're like, uh oh, what is he going to tell them? And he tells them that he's going to give attorney um, Han a whole new position, that he's like the chief prosecutor of the prosecution. And then he's going to tell Mjolnki she's the CEO of Babel. Uh, I mean, of the um, law firm that supports Babel, And he's, you know, like moving things around. And he tells them that he also wants, um, he also wants, um, chairman Jong to be the chairman again, and to and for Junwoo to step down. So this is where I'm going to stop for now for episode seventeen because I think I'm going to run out of time. So I'll continue the episode recap and finishing up and up. Okay, so I did get cut off at the end of that kind of little first part of this episode about episode seventeen. So I'm going to run the. Uh, ad and then we'll go into finishing up episode 17 as well as the recap of episode 18. Thank you. Hello again, everyone. We're back with finishing up the episode 17 um, recap, and then we're gonna go straight into episode 18 recap, so that we just keep the ball rolling. Okay? So where we left off, I was just discussing that um, the the right hand man of the um, the guy who's running for president <laughs> has, you know, just met with the Babel crew, and just kind of given some orders. You know, he just has basically said, this is what I'm doing, this is what's happening, and you all have to fall in line. And Junwoo is someone who's not used to this. He's always gotten his way. It's always his master plan. And you here have someone else telling him, no, this is the plan, and you must follow it. The main plan being, of course, that he now has to step down, and Chairman Jong gets to step back up as the real CEO of Babel. The interesting point of this, of course, is that Vincenzo did say to um, Han So or Chairman Zhang that there was going to be a shift in, you know, in power soon. And this was going to be his signal to, to reach back out to um, Vincenzo. And so this we see is that shift. You see this man kind of dictate all of these people's lives in a matter of a, a quick meeting. And you have, um, attorney Han kind of giving a, like a little wink over to Chairman Jong because, you know, he basically has set this plan in motion because like I said, he gets this head, you know, chief prosecutor role. Young, he gets the CEO of, um, their law firm that always supports Babel, And then, um, yeah. So it's just like, oh, there's all the shifts and power that Vincenzo, was talking about um so after this um and even this is something else that comes into play is that the 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 guy who is kind of dictating all of these changes he also kind of tells Junwu that he knows he killed his own father so you know how dare you kind of like tell me what to do ah and so when you hear that you're like oh so Junwu can be beneath someone and someone can have control over Junwu. And of course, this just makes him more and more angry. And, you know, he can't, he literally can't believe that this is happening. Um, and Myung upset, of course, because she's Jun Wu's um, girl. So she is completely upset. And she even is looking at, you know, Attorney Han, like, really? You know, you get to be the chief prosecutor, you know? <laughs> and she's like, uh, you know, it, it all seemed very strategic and she's aware of this and obviously June Wood's also aware of this when this is happening um, after this happens you see Han So and Attorney Han kind of meet up and they're you know discussing everything that's just taken place and how they're kind of like happy about the new changes um, and then and then Attorney Han mentions Vincenzo and, and Han So is like huh what let me what, what are you what, what's happening with Vincenzo and he tells you know he tells Hanzo or Chairman Zhang, like, just so you know, I got something in in the works for Vincenzo as well so that we can take care of Vincenzo and we can just live happily in our new wonderful positions. And he tells him that he has called Interpol, which apparently is like the kind of international police. (laughs) And he's like, they're going to be here in a day's time to arrest Vincenzo. So we got this, you know, and me watching this was like, wait a second, um, wait, what? How is this going to work out? And he basically has said that he's, you know, found some kind of crime to pin on Vincenzo. So when the 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 international police show up, it should be a no brainer, right? And Hanzo is like taking this all in, and he's like, oh, this sounds great. This is genius. Look at you. You have you have set the plan in motion, um, and then you later kind of see um, Chairman Zhang looking at like, he's looking at pictures of, of Vincenzo and his brother. And he's just kind of going back and forth and twiddling his, you know, his thumbs. And you're, and you know, you, the audience are kind of like, what is going on in his head? Like one minute he was helping Vincenzo and he was acting like, you know, he was enamored with Vincenzo and, oh, he was looking at Vincenzo like a brother. And then, the next thing, you know, he's looking, you know, you're like, what is his plan? And because he seemed happy about, you know, Vincenzo being um, deported, essentially. And, and you're like, oh, so, you know, all he really wanted was that position. He All he wanted was to be the chairman. And once he got that, you know, he's done with Vincenzo. But he's basically looking at the pictures of a picture of Vincenzo and a picture of his brother. And he's just going back and forth. and He's like, who will win? Who's going to come out on top? You know, and it's like, hmm. Mm, chairman jung i was i was i was hoping more from you but that's neither here nor there so then this moves to um um a next scene of the news and the um vincenzo side they're watching the news and you get to see um attorney han accept his new position as his head prosecutor um and then at that exact moment Vincenzo gets a call from Chairman Zhang and Chairman Zhang and I should call him Hanzo because he's he's not acting like the chairman but whatever Chairman Zhang um calls Vincenzo and he tells him and he's like sitting in a car um and he has his bang down which is very important you have to note these things so he's calling him and he's like I need to talk to you immediately and so I was like Hmm, so is he going to spill the beans about the plan to Vincenzo? Okay, so he hasn't completely switched sides. So, great. So then you get a scene of, um, like the, the the international police arriving to Korea and they're like going through the airport and they're you know they're on a mission to get Vincenzo and then you have a uh, scene then you go to the scene of Vincenzo and Hanzo I'm gonna switch him to Hanso because again this is him being very boyish and acting like the little brother around Vincenzo so they're at the ice skating rink and um you know they're kind of just like you know skating around, but you see Hanso is looking a little weird, a little awkward on the ring in the rink, um, and then he just is kind of like he like make you know he's like just he looks weird, and then he said something like you know I, I'm I, it's really hard making these decisions, and you know he really has had fun with Vincenzo. it's been a great time, but I think the time has to come to an end and I'm like oh, excuse me <laughs> what you guys are so sweet together what do you mean why would you do this you know Vincenzo is Vincenzo like why would you not want to be on his side you know but I guess it's it, right at this moment you can see that um Hanzo has a basically um Switch sides again. He's now on the opposite side of Vincenzo and he is actually a, a part of this ploy to get Vincenzo and arrested um, by the international police. And then He, you know, turns around and he pulls out a gun. (laughs) Yes, he pulls out a gun and he faces Vincenzo. And then guess what? Vincenzo's waiting for him with a gun pointing towards his face. (laughs) I was like, of course, Vincenzo's got a gun to his face. Like Vincenzo can read you because he was acting really awkwardly and just weird. And you're like, hmm, suspicious. So Vincenzo's ready. He has a gun um, pointing right back at him. So they're like, you know, having a, a, a showdown basically on the ice skating rink with their full hockey gear on and guns in their hands. And, you know, Vincenzo's like, you know what? You're just like your brother. As soon as you got what you wanted, you completely abandoned me. I, of course I was prepared, you know? And, um, you know, he basically kind of riled up, um, the Hanzo and Hanzo is kind of like, um... You know, don't, don't kill me though, because this, there's, no, there's nothing even in this gun. There's nothing, there, there's no, there's no bullets in this gun. I promise. And then Vincenzo, you know, clicks his gun, you know, and tells him like, I will shoot you. Like, <laughs> I am not scared to shoot you and kill you. And then while that's happening, the, the entire kind of police team swarm into the ice skating rink and they all are pointing their guns at Vincenzo and they're like, you're under arrest, you're under arrest, put down your gun, you know, that kind of whole scene and Vincenzo, um, you know, is, you know, this is while he still has his gun pointing at Hanzo and Hanzo still has his gun pointing at Vincenzo and they're like staring each other down but while the police are surrounding Vincenzo, Vincenzo kind of slowly, you know, starts to turn and point his gun towards the police and immediately as he does that, gun goes off and you're like oh my goodness who shot who who is shot oh my goodness and sure enough you see blood flowing you know down Vincenzo's chest and wetting, you know it's blood all over his little white hockey jersey and um you see um, Hanzo's gun is the one that just went off and He's in shock and he's just like, I don't know what I just did. You know, he's kind of like, oh my goodness. And then Vincenzo falls and he just lays there and you know, in a bloody pool of his own blood. And it's red all over the ice underneath Vincenzo as he's shot in the chest. And then like the scene ends and the episode ends. So that's how episode 17 ends with Vincenzo shot by Hanzo on the ice skating rig with the police, international police surrounding him. And what is this about? You know, <laughs> that's where I was. I was like, wait, what are we actually about? To, what's about to happen? So yeah, I was, I was in shock that he, that this happened because again, I was really rooting for Han So or Chairman Jong in this episode because his little moments with Vincenzo were just so cute and like I said they were very brotherly interactions and it kind of and you felt um you felt happy for both of them in those little moments, especially for Han So and the fact that he we know his relationship with his brother. So him having this kind of uh, interaction with Vincenzo was really, really nice to see. And I was like, oh, look, that's how he's supposed to, you know, his brother is supposed to treat him, you know, that kind of moment. Um, so I was like, man why would you, why would you shoot him? Why would you want to kill Vincenzo? But I guess if he's consistently scared that Vincenzo's going to kill him, maybe he's like, I have to get him before he gets me kind of thing. Because again, he has been on the bad side. He has been on his, you know, brother's side this entire time, even though recently he has been helping Vincenzo. So you kind of want to understand him, but at the same time, I was, upset at him and I would but at the same time ending the episode I was like yeah this is episode 17 Vincenzo's not dead so what really happens you know (laughs) that kind of thing happened at the end because as we've noted throughout the this entire show every episode ends on these like really intense cliffhangers that to kind of open up with like them undoing themselves um, in the next episode. So I was not too worried about Vincenzo being shot. I was just a little annoyed that it was by, you know, Han after they've had this kind of wonderful relationship building in, in this, you know, in this episode, but that's either here, they're there. So now let's just go right into episode 18. So like I said, we are entering into episode 18 Right at this moment, with Vincenzo laying shot in the chest, um, you know, on the, in the on the on the ice. <laughs> but you know, we see immediately in the opening scene that um, an officer, because uh, there's multiple officers <laughs> surrounding Vincenzo, they come to check to see if Vincenzo is dead. They check his pulse, of course, and then. Next you know, Vincenzo jolts up, uh, you know, from, you know, jolts back from the dead and snatches the officer up and grabs the gun and he holds the gun to the officer's head and he tells everyone to lower their guns, put the guns away. And then the scene cuts again and you're like, okay, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? And it cuts to them in like a, what's those big container things, you know, that are like in shipping yards you know what I mean, you know, like they're in this kind of container thing and Vincenzo um, is there looking well dressed up, not bloodied (laughs) in a, um, the hockey uniform. So I didn't know if this was a flashback or what this was, but obviously it wasn't a flashback because he has all those police guys kind of, you know, tied up. And so is Hanso. He's also dressed and, you know, not in his little hockey gear, I believe. And then they have their, you know, they're all tied up and he has a, you know, body, like not bodyguards, but like, you know, some, some men with him while he's talking to them. And he just takes the gun and he shoots every single one of the international police people like he just shoots them in the head um, literally kills them and then he tells the because there was also Korean police officers there and he tells the Korean police officers that you need to let everyone know you need to report that the international police guys that arrived they went back to Italy with no proof of any crime that I've done and of course he's like and if you don't do that I'll kill you point blank period they believe him and then that's the end of that scene so you also see Vincenzo tell Hanso that he can go, um, and but before he tells him that, he's like, "Before I let you go, though, because I know you want to run back to your brother. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to um, give you a little taste of what's to come, like I gave your brother." And he shoots him in the arm. So wonderful! You're like, "Okay." He gets him back for betraying him. This is wonderful. Next scene, you have it. You have. Um, Cherbin Jung and Jun Woo at the hospital, and Hanso is obviously in the bed, <laughs> in a hospital bed, and he's like, you know, holding his arm and pouting as he does so well, um, and he's just like, it was horrible. I can't believe this. Vincenzo's the worst, and you know, he was like, um, you know, he's you know talking. He's telling all this to. <laughs> to Jun Woo and Jun was like sitting back in the chair staring at him weirdly like he doesn't believe him or trust him and so there is the moment where you know us as an audience we're like wait a second something doesn't seem right with um, our little Han so something's a little fishy so basically he's done some pretty bad acting um, in regards to kind of like oh Vincenzo's such a bad guy um, you know Attorney Han this was, you know, his plan, and it, it didn't even work. And now, Vin, Vincent's gonna kill us all. You know, he's basically whining about it. And um, everyone in the room, which is Junwoo, Youngki, and Attorney Han, are looking at Han so suspiciously um, because they're like, you know, why did you, why did you think to kill? Why did you take a gun if you were supposed to lure him? there as a part of the plan to get him arrested by the international police. Why did you come prepared to shoot him? Like, what were you going to do? You know, do you, did you really think you were going to kill him? And that makes his story kind of look a little faulty. And June was like, I said, pressing him, questioning him because he seems very suspicious as I, you know, and this moment was also suspicious. I was like, wait a second, this seems like a setup. <laughs> and, um, and then he also says, like, you know, Vincenzo had people that were there hidden in the skating rink, and I don't understand how that happened. Um, and June was like, well, someone must have told him then. I wonder who that was. You know? Uh, who, wink, wink, who could that have been? <laughs> and uh, But, you know, Hanzo's still, you know, still you know, playing it up. Like, he's so hurt, and he's so scared of Vincenzo. And he's just like, I can't believe this happened. And, you know, I'm so afraid. And Jun Woo kind of annoyed leaves with Myung Ki. And Attorney Han stays behind in the hospital room with him. And he looks at him and he's like, this, whatever this is, it's bad acting. Like, I can see through you. You're hiding something. There's something going on that you're not telling me about. And then Han is like, what? No, never. What do you mean? And you immediately know. That this was all a ploy, this was all a setup, and sure, sure, sure enough, we'll go into detail that yes, it was. So then you see that Myung Ki is, you know, I, you know, she left with junwoo but she is waiting outside the hospital room, kind of waiting for Attorney Han to come back out of the hospital room, and he comes out, and she immediately is like, "So this was your master plan." And you completely botched it, you know? And he's like, well, you know, it is what it is. And <laughs> she's like, well, you know, Vincenzo is going to kill you because you basically tried to get him arrested. And he's just like, what? You know, nope, whatever. And he seems very kind of just like un- unperturbed. Like, he's just like, I'm, I'm okay. Everything's fine. And that was a little suspicious to me as well. Um, and, you know, Mionki's just looking at him like, you're asking for it and good luck. Um, Almost like, you know, threatening him in a way. And it's like, well, you know, she she has a point there. But (laughs) So then we get back to the um, Vincenzo's team. And they're like celebrating that Vincenzo's safe and that, you know, he didn't get deported. And everything worked out wonderful. And they were so scared. And you can tell it's like the joking uh, because then we get the flashback to when um, in episode 17 Hanzo had called Vincenzo and he told him immediately about the international police and the whole plan and they basically Vincenzo and Hanzo kind of and you know the Vincenzo's team they kind of set up this whole whole skit of you know um, he's going to shoot him and there's going to be special effects that J- Ju Sung does really well. He's actually really good at f- special effects. So he's going to kind of prepare the fake blood and um you know when he shoots him that's when they'll go through the whole scene. So it was super cute and then it also shows um in the flashback um that behind it like after they finish the whole plan they're like you know dressed up and they're basically how he basically gets shot so he um so they're basically oh no 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 this is the thing how he sends away the police officers because um all of that was planned and he basically sends them on their way he tells them that once you let me go here's the information that you really need and so they gave him um so she so Vincenzo gave some information on I think his Italian brother's um, kind of illegal dealings and our doings, and he gets that evidence to the you know Interpol and then he also has evidence about Babel paper company that he gives the Korean police officers who were also there to arrest him, and so they go on their way with this ever, this evidence that they that are, are real crimes. And then Vincenzo's left free in that time. So, at, so I'm assuming he just didn't really kill them. You know, he kind of sent them on their way. And then you see um, Vincenzo and Hanso leaving the skating rink together. And, you know, they're kind of like, you know, walking through the halls and they're carrying um, bags of all their kind of little things that they used um, for this little skit. <laughs> and, um, you know, Vincenzo's carrying a bag and Hanzo's carrying a bag and, and Hanzo's like, oh, let me, let me carry your bag for you. And then, um, and then, no, yeah, Vincenzo's like, let me help you. He's like, no, 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 I'm fine. You know, it's super cute. Like, again, they had such great chemistry in their little moments together. And as they're walking, you know, he's just like telling, and you know, Vincenzo why he decided to stay on Vincenzo's side. Because again, technically what, um, Chairman John wanted or Han So wanted was to be the chairman of Babel. He wanted to be the real one. And he said he wanted to do Babel correctly and want to do things right. And he was going to and he was asking Vincenzo in previous episodes to like help him be better, help him do better so that he can be a a good CEO of Babel. Um, and so when, so basically the plan of revealing from the, you know, the the right-hand man of the guy who's running for the president, when he declares that uh, Chairman John can, should now be the actual chairman of Babel, you know, that you would think he, that he got exactly what he wanted. He doesn't need Vincenzo's help anymore. And so Vincenzo, of course, brings this up to him and he's like, no, I, 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 I don't, I'm on your side. I'm on your team because they just want to be as a puppet chairman anyway. It wasn't going to be of any benefit to me. So there was no need for me to actually say yes to them or be okay with doing that and I'm gonna you know continue to help you and but he's like you know and that's just like kind of their little moment there and then they're still leaving and he immediately remembers that oh my goodness I can't just walk out of here safely like this is not I can't do that and they're like he's and Vincent was like what do you mean he's like I need you to shoot me like I need you to actually shoot me so they can know that it was an actual threat you know you almost tried to kill me or something and so Vachizzo's like, are you sure? Because this is not, you know, me hitting you. This is literally a gunshot. So it's going to really hurt. And he's like, you might even like pass out from this pain. And Hansel is immediately like, nope, I can do this. Let me just, let's, let's get through this. I need this. Let's do this. And sure enough, Vincenzo takes a gun. He he's like, "Oh, give me the silencer!" And he like rubs through the back and hands Vincenzo the silencer for the gun. And then he shoots him in the shoulder and the arm. And then he literally passes out. So <laughs> that's how he got shot in the arm. He really was shot in the arm, and it, but it was a part of their plan. So then we go back to um, the 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 tent to the tenants to the plaza, and you see. Um, I forgot his name, the guy who's like the, the kind of owner of the balloon service that lives in the the plaza. He's the one who used to be a former, like, you know, um, gang member, but now helps, you know, people who do illegal things escape (laughs) in a hot air balloon to wherever the hot air balloon lands around the world. Um, so he has like around the world in 80 days kind of thing, um, (laughs) Um, hot air balloon company and he sees Vincenzo that morning and the plaza and he you know asks you know requests the meeting from you know like can I can I talk for you for a second Vincenzo and what he does is he offers him his services he says that you know like you're someone who you know obviously you are a real you know you, you are really a part of the mafia. Like you are someone who this is kind of company is probably aimed towards, like to help you escape. Um, if you, if you need to, I'm here for you. If you ever want, need to use my services. And he's like, you know, Vincenzo takes his little free ticket. He gives them and he was like, thank you. You know, I guess if I need you, I will, you know? And then he also tells him, you know, you are actually, it's he's like coming from someone who was an who pretended to be a gangster basically in Korea like who wanted to be gang affiliated in a way to actually meet you <laughs> who is a real gangster. it just you know I feel like I've met you know the person of my dreams in a way, and it's like which was like weirded out like okay, I guess, and he also was like, you know before you know can you call me young? <laughs> And it was so cute. And Vincenzo's like, absolutely not. I will not call you young. And I thought that was super cute. And like, he leaves. Um, But anyway, you get to, um, back to the Vincenzo's team. And they're basically preparing the lawsuit. Um, or yeah, preparing a lawsuit against Babel, um, and this again is a part of their plan to continue this chess game and remove all these people or these, you know, all those things around Junwoo so that he is left standing by himself. Um, and it's interesting because the part of this lawsuit is basically all the dirty doings that Bebel was doing with the Babel Tower and all these very important people, um, and sorry, important and corrupt people in these high places doing things to kind of help support Babel, do their dirty work. You know, this is all a part of that lawsuit. And, um, and then the, the, the all those people who were at that kind of, um, meeting that Zhu and, co had with these important people where the director of the intelligence agency kind of got the secret hidden recording um, video recording they send that video recording to all those people that were at that meeting and they basically tell them um we got you you know like they're they're like we got you you need to do what we need you to do and that's basically you know don't do any kind of um don't do any work with Babel uh and I think there's even a point where they have them show up at a at this building like the text message that they send them it like directs them to this to show up at this building and Mary again Mary is very important in this episode Mary it, she plays like the recordings over this is really really you know over like a over the speaker (laughs) and it's talking about their like all the things that they were thinking, talking about their corrupt doings and things like that. And they're all like yelling and they're like, you know, turn it off, turn it off. What is that? You know? And, and Mary's like, what do you mean? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm trying. And she's just like making it louder mistakenly. And then finally they like rip it out of the wall. So it cuts off the, you know, the cuts it off of the intercom. And, um, so then one of the people who's you know at that meeting was the Chief prosecutor Huang, who we remember as the guy who's been helping Babel after his partner, another prosecutor was murdered in front of him. He calls Junwoo immediately and he's like, "I can't believe this is happening. You need to fix this basically." I can't do anything with you anymore cuz we we have there's video recording of us and what we did. I have to basically cut ties with you and June was like you know, like absolutely not. And while that call is happening We also have Chan Young and Vincenzo standing um, at a courthouse outside with the media surrounding them. And they're basically announcing and yelling that they have, they are ready to pursue this lawsuit against um, Babel and their little tower situation. And you're like, aha, they're getting somewhere. Um, But then we get back to the plaza because this, the plaza and all that is still in play. Remember the plaza holds the gold and the guillotine file. Um, so everyone's involved, everyone involved now knows of all this. So at the plaza, we see, um, the monks there at the, remember the monks had a meeting with Vincenzo in the last episode and we're like, what is, what are they discussing? But it seemed to be like a, a good discussion. Um, and in this moment, the tenants are looking at the monks and they're basically leaving every day, um, you know, going out and kind of, I don't want to say begging for like donations to keep their, you know, to keep them, you know, their... what do you call the like their temple they are trying to go out and kind of ask for donations and offerings to keep their temple alive because they don't have any visitors um and so she you know tells me and the tenants are looking at this and they note this and they're like this is really sad we need to do something and we need to work together and help them because obviously they need money they need funds so that's just something we note at the plaza. But then we'll go back to the Babel side of things and we see that June Wu is already kind of like you know he's reeling from the fact that Vincenzo has gotten this secret recording of that meeting and he's talking to Myeonggi and he's just like I don't understand how he got that and she's like well obviously someone at the party had was was able to do that um and we know it's the director at the intelligence agency but Myeonggi and Junwoo don't and then they're just kind of like you know, racking their brains, like who did it? Why did they do it? And then Myanke gets a text right then and there about the lawsuit that they just brought forth to the courthouse. And she's just like, you know, like she's real, she's rolling her eyes. just like, ah, here we go again. Um, and, and it's also that the lawsuit is against, um, and it's, oh, sorry. The lawsuit also contains like the tenants kind of, charges against them but basically like you were trying to destroy our building illegally and we want uh, you know we want some kind of you know retribution for that so basically it's the tenants and and co their lawsuit against babel and it's so good because they deserve that um while that's happening i mean after that happens you have myonki eating alone and she's just kind of like, you know, just stuffing her face in this like fancy room and then next thing you know, someone knocks on the door and guess and she's like, you know tells the paper to come in and guess who it is? It's Cha Young. Cha Young comes up and she's like hi, Youngie, how are you? You know, and you're like, uh oh what's their kind of meeting gonna be like? But basically um, Cha Young presents her with some recordings and the recordings have her, you know um, the two henchmen that are now dead having recorded, you know, in these messages, their doings and how they basically were ordered by Myeonggi to kill, um, Young's father. And, um, and of course Myeonggi like shrugging her shoulders like, and so what this just recordings, like I can defeat that, you know? And, and it's so scary that she's just so like flippant about like the, all the evil that she's done. But, um, um, but basically, she's like, they, you know, they go back and forth, like a little stare down. And, Myung he's like, you don't have anything against me. I can do this. I can win against you. There's no issues. And and Cha Young's looking at her like, okay, I'll, I want to see what you have and what you bring. And you kind of are left at kind of like this little standstill with these two. Like, they're just kind of like, well, may the best woman win, you know, that kind of thing. And then you switch to Vincenzo and what he's up to. And Vincenzo is actually... Um, meeting with attorney Han fascinating right because attorney Han he's all over the place I mean one minute he's doing everything that Jun Wu wants him to do next thing he's, he's doing everything Myung he wants to do next thing he's trying to do what he wants himself to do and then over here he's meeting with Vincent so so it's just like he's the one who's like I'm gonna go and do whatever I need to do so that I can just save my life you know that's where attorney Han is And so they're meeting and he's like, so this is what I need you to do. And if you do this for me, attorney Han, this is Vincenzo. If you do this for me, I won't kill you. (laughs) I love that about Vincenzo because that's where he is with these people now. He's like, I'm literally going to kill all of you. That's a given. That's a fact. I'm going to kill you all. But you can determine, you know, how that's how that states like you get to determine if I you know go through and follow through with that kind of thing and I just find it hilarious I'm sorry I do (laughs) maybe I'm the only one but I find it absolutely hilarious that ventures was like I'm going to kill you but you know you may have a say in that if you do something for me And of course, Attorney Han's like, you can't. No, come on, come on, don't, you can't get, you don't have anything else better for me than that. And he's like, no, I don't, no, I will kill you. (laughs) So if you don't want me to kill you, do this for me. And while, you know, Vincenzo, they're like sitting across from a table, like they are having like little dinner or whatever. And then Attorney Han's like, well, you know what? No, I'm not gonna keep, I'm not gonna take your little deal. I'm not gonna do anything for you. And he calls in some kind of men, you know, like his little bodyguards and the bodyguards come in. And Vincenzo looks up. Those bodyguards, like, are you serious right now? And Attorney Hans kind of got his chest puffed out at the table across from Vincenzo, like, hey, look at me, look what I, th- look what I'm doing. You can't win against me. And it's, and it's a joke, is what it is. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that it's an actual joke. Um, but you know, Vincenzo looks at the man pulls out a gun, shoots a couple men in the legs. And Attorney Hunt's terrified and he's yelling at the men like, do something, do something. And the men are like, crying and holding their bloodied legs on the ground. And immediately, Vincenzo says, you know, tells them, like, get out, you know, telling all the men to leave. And Attorney Hunt, like, is like, yes, go, leave. (laughs) and now he's like go ahead leave and he's like shaking in his boots with um, you know Vincenzo has a gun to his face and he's like I'm so sorry basically what do you want me to do and so Vincenzo basically up here, oh well apparently tells um, Attorney Han kind of what he wants him to do um, and we don't get to see that in that moment though we just can tell that's what the conversation is going to go to um, at the end of that scene that very same night, we have Junwoo at home, in his bed, in his PJs, just laying there, trying to get comfortable, go to bed, and then the next thing you know, he jolts up because he hears someone entering in his home. Junwoo, being the Junwoo that we know, jumps up, grabs one of his hockey sticks, which is his, usually his weapon of choice when murdering people, um, and immediately he sees, runs into three men in his home, and they're, you know... For, fully masked of course and they start to start to attack him basically and as they're attacking him Junwoo tries to fight him off he's fighting them but apparently these men are not they have you know weapons with them too and so they're like beating you know they're going back and forth and Junwoo gives up in a way, he starts to run from his home. He starts to run to escape them. They start to follow him outside his home. He's running. Junwoo's running. The men are following him down the street. Junwoo, barefoot, mind you, he is in his PJs running, running from his home. And when I tell you I was so so enjoying this scene because I was like, look at him squirm. I'm sorry. Junwoo has done so many evil things. He's an actual psychopath. He's literally diagnosed that in the drama. And the fact that he is running for his life, mm, I was laughing. I was like, good for him. Run, run. And that sounds very gross of me. I'm so sorry, actually. I'm sorry. Like you really do get, and I, I really do get involved in, and in, in very, Kind of connected to these these moments, these scenes, and these episodes of Vincenzo. I really do get invested. I'm just like, I want what Vincenzo wants. I want what Chang Young wants. I want what the tenants want. You know, that's where I am. And seeing him kind of run, um, afraid was was good. I was like, he deserves to be afraid after all he's done to all these other people. So he's running. He gets away from the man, and you know he's just in shock, you know, like he's basically just had to run for his life. Somebody was trying to literally kill him. And he, um, of course gets back home and where he meets up with his brother, Han So, as well as Ki and they're kind of just like, What is happening? I don't understand. Who's trying to kill you? Who 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 did they say they were, you know, and it's like they I think they were like the elders are mad at you or something like that. So he's like, I don't know who they are and um, but Ki immediately is like, I'm nervous that there's people trying to kill you now. So um I need you to calm down, and we might need to kind of rethink our game plan because she's like somebody's c- trying to kill you, and I don't know who it is. Um, and while that's going on, you have a scene switch back to Vincenzo, and Vincenzo is um, just 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 chilling at this point. He's drinking his wine. Um, he's 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 quoting something in Italian and you're just like Vincenzo feels like he's where he needs to be with his plan um the next then the next thing you see is um and this was like shocking to me I was not expecting this part to kind of come out of it to me it came out of nowhere but Young Woon now we know who Young Woon is he is the ex-intelligence agency who is is or was kind of Vincenzo's right-hand man who set up the whole kind of gold situation with the Chinese guy who was who he killed to get the the iris code for lucky locking the thing at the goal you know uh, you know he's young wound and so young moon is running from from these men chasing him so you're like oh my goodness who are these men chasing people this night you know so he's young running from men and they eventually you know he's fighting them as much as he can but it's too many men so they overtake him and then the scene switches to young moon in front of the right hand man of the guy who's running for president. And so you're like, oh, no, what is he doing again? Like, this guy, I don't know. What do I know him from? I know him from a couple other dramas. And I feel like I've liked him in those dramas. So seeing him in this, like, little weird, evil role, I was like, oh. But, you know, it was nice to see him, though. So either way, he's, you know, in front of Young Woo. And he's like, I'm going to kill you and your family um, because I know you know how to get into that room underneath the plaza. With all the gold in the guillotine file, and Young wound is like, I can't because I lost the thing that was used to open it. I, I can't get in there. And he was like, Okay, that's wonderful, that's great, but I can tell you this: the person who created the security system that you're, you know, that you can't get into, they're someone local, I'm sure. And I need you to find out who that hacker was, who created the system. Mm-hmm. And so he basically um, kidnaps Young Woo and puts him on this mission to search through kind of like the hackers from that time, during that time when the room was built. You can imagine where this leads, okay? <laughs> so next we switch to Jun Woo again. And um, Jun Woo's getting in his car. And as he's getting in his car, <laughs> next thing you know, This is funny to me, but he gets into his car, and then these men come out of nowhere, and they start to shoot at him again in the car. (laughs) I'm laughing because it was like back-to-back moments of Jude thinking he can breathe. And then all of a sudden getting attacked again. And I just thought it was funny. I'm sorry. That sounds horrible. But it was actually quite funny watching him kind of suffer. Uh, because he needs it. I'm sorry. He needs it. So Junwoo, Woo, of course, is like <sighs> upset. And Myung Hee and Attorney Han are meeting together. And they're like, what is happening? Like, literally, <laughs> someone's out to... Uh, the kill Ju right now. Um, and they're being very bold. It's like out in the daylight. Like they're literally just just firing guns and shooting at him in broad di- daylight. Um, so they're ruthless. And then Myung it's like, and then we have Vincenzo over here doing what we don't, who knows what. And, um, you know, and so she's just like nervous. And then Attorney Han brings up a solution. And he looks at Myung Ki, he says, with all of this going on, you know, um, we need to protect Junwoo. We got to keep him safe. And honestly, do you know where the safest place may be for Junwoo? And he tells Myeonggi that the safest place for Junwoo right now so that he is protected and his life is safe is in jail. <laughs> What would I tell you, hilarious. I was just I was laughing out loud when I was like, really? They're about to put Jumu in jail when he should have been there since he was a teenager and murdering people? Wow, great, wonderful. Now he's going to jail. And I immediately knew, and I feel like everyone knew that at this moment we know this is what Vincenzo requested of attorney Han at that little dinner meeting he requested that they kind of bring into play that Junwoo needs to go to jail. And as the chief prosecutor now, you know, he can put Junwoo to jail. <laughs> so Myung Ki is like, oh man, he has a point. So she takes that point back to Jun Woo and she tells him, and of a- that we think you would be safest in a jail and he throws a t- temper tantrum like a four-year-old starts stumping his feet and whining at Mionki and he's like absolutely not no 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 and then Mionki says we 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 can't we can't you're at you're in danger right now and we obviously continue have been continuing to lose again in this fight against Vincenzo, we can't keep up with him. Like this might be our only solution for now to kind of quell things and figure some things out. So she convinces him, like, I will get you into the best jail situation ever. You'll be super safe. You'll feel like a hotel room. You won't even realize you're in jail. And what watching this scene I was I laughed. I was like, look at him now where he's at the point and at the mercy of, his, of Vincenzo to the point where he has to be convinced now to go to jail. Like he has been convinced now to go to jail. It's fabulous. You're like, Vincenzo, round of applause. So then the next day they are, you know, you are in the, you know, they're in their little building and Junwoo and um, Chairman Zhang are, you know, walking with their men and <laughs> police officers show up and they're like, you're under arrest, Junwoo. And of course, Junwoo knows this because this is the plan. They're arresting him for something minor that should keep him in week as, you know, I mean, Myeonggi basically is like, I have you out in two weeks kind of deal. And so, um, Junwoo's like, um, you know, expecting them. And they sure enough, they're like, you're under arrest. They put the handcuffs on him. And Han So is standing next to him. And he's like, mm, okay. And then before he, you know, they, they will him away, <laughs> well, not will him away, they take him away. Junwoo's like, can I, can I talk to my brother really quickly before I go? And they're like, oh yeah, go ahead. So he. Pulls Hanso to the side and he tells him, So I need you to get started with Babel bio while I'm away. I won't be gone for long, but I just need you to get started. And then um, Hanso immediately is like, Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that because, you know, the board has told me that that wouldn't be the smartest thing to do right now. And will looks at him with handcuffs on him, like, Excuse me? Who? Are you talking back to me right now? And Hanzo's just staring at him like, what? What do you mean? I just, I'm just not going to do it. And it was, oh, it was glorious. I could I love, me and Hanso right now are like, I absolutely am in love with him. So he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And he tells, you know, Drew, like, remember when you told me I need to, you know, learn business sense from this lady Um, who was a CEO of something. And I found out after research that she actually um, is in prison now. (laughs) So yeah, I don't want to learn from her. And he, you know, looks at his brother, like, bye. And Jumu is just in shock. He's like, I can't believe this is my brother right now. Like, what is happening? I don't understand. And Hanso is just being very cocky in this moment. And he's just staring his brother down like, I'm not backing down right now. And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm not afraid of you right now. I'm not afraid of you anymore. And he even grabs his handcuffs and he tightens them. And I was just like, ah, Hanzo, Hanzo, Hanzo. Like, I'm telling you, it's like Vincenzo Detective An and Hansa, like my favorite characters in this show. <laughs> but yeah, so it was just like he was obviously just like he has had enough and he has Vincenzo in his corner technically, so he could really do whatever he wants. I mean, you got Vincenzo in your corner, just have at it, you know? So after that, um, they take Jing Wu away to jail. Um, I mean, before they take him to jail, they take him to the prosecutor's office, as in, um, attorney Han's office and attorney Han is with the other prosecutor Jung. Remember prosecutor Jung who betrayed Vincenzo back in the day and went over to the dark side and I was not very happy about that prosecutor Jung. They're all together with Ju Wu in his office um, and they're like yeah so this is the plan. You're gonna go to jail. Um, get you know it's gonna be quick painless uh we promise we will get you out in no time um yeah you should be fine and he's just looking at them like something's he you can tell Jumu is just like confused and a little like annoyed and maybe even suspicious and um so then you're like uh-huh he's really going to jail Um, but then the next scene is June I'm sorry the next scene is Hanzo and Vincenzo having drinks together oh my goodness I'm telling you they are so cute um so basically you know they're having you know drinks and they're talking about like their plans um and Hanzo is like are you gonna kill me? <laughs> He's he, like, that's just always his questions to Vincenzo. It's like, you, it's, are you gonna kill me? I'm doing everything you told me to. Please don't kill me. And Vincenzo's like, yeah, no, I can see that you're actually, you know, trying to change your ways and do better, and so and do right by me. So I'm not planning on killing you as of now anymore. And it's just like, oh, so sweet because for Hanso, that's just like a big like, oh, thank you, Vincenzo. And um, he. And he's just like so happy you know you can tell he's really happy around Vincenzo which is weird because Vincenzo's like not even smiling at him like he's just like yeah whatever <laughs> it's super cute um and then Vincenzo's like I really don't understand like but why are you helping me though like you probably won't be the chairman of Babel you know you're putting your life at risk when it comes to your brother like your brother you know he finds out you know like what is what is the reason and he literally tells him that it's because you feel more like a brother to me than my actual brother and I'm like, come on, don't do this to me, Hanzo, don't do this to me. Oh, it was so sweet, so sweet. And Vincenzo's just like grossed out by this, of course, and then he's just like, whatever. And Hanzo's like, no, no, and he calls him Young. and he's like, can I please call you that when we're alone, and Vincenzo's like, absolutely not, and then he's like... And then he puts on his, like, little pouty face that he does. Um, Hanseo does so cutely always. He's, like, pouting. And then Vincenzo gives in. And he's like, fine, you can call me Hung when we're not around anyone else. And it's so cute because he gets so happy and so excited. And he calls him, like, Vin Hung, I think, like, shorting his name. Gave him, like, a little short version of Vincenzo. It was too cute. I can't say that enough. It was too cute. Um, but yes, so now let's move on to the next scene so I don't keep gushing about them. So then after that, we get Young Woon is, Young Woon again, he is now around um, with with the people trying to find the hackers. He of course finds the hackers. The hacker is of course Miri who lives right, you know, in the plaza where the room is. So he tells that to the guy who wants this information and so he's like, perfect, I got that information. And all this while Yung is away, he's basically kidnapped you know, Vincenzo has been trying to call him and trying to get in touch with him and he's not getting any anywhere with him. Um, then we also see that, um, yeah, that Vincenzo visits, um, Junwoo in jail (laughs) there. He's in jail. He visits him. Um, and he basically tells, um, Junwoo his master plan because Junwoo is like, why are you, why am I still alive? Why are we still doing this? Like, I don't understand. Like, you're just, you know, do you not want to kill me because you don't want to see what is going to be the aftermath of you killing me? Like, what is it? Why are, why are we still doing this? And Vincenzo immediately is like, and, and this is the thing. June was, like, kind of smiling at him, you know, like, jokingly, like, what, what, huh, what? And he's like, um... No, what I am doing right now is basically just playing a game um, with you, um, just to be honest. He's like, in the mafia, he is no, his nickname is like, he's a cat. He, you know, how cats will play with their, you know, food before they, they kill it. Like, the, you know, something that they're about to kill, eat. They'll like play with it a little bit, like the mouse, and then they'll um, gobble it up. He's like, that's what I'm doing with you. I'm going to torture you to the point of, to the point where you would literally want to kill yourself and I was like oh my goodness like Vincenzo excuse me you know that's how brutal Vincenzo appears in this scene and he literally is like I'm playing with you to the point where you're gonna wish you were dead and if not you will like so much so that you would be wanting to kill yourself and I just thought that was ooh, that was traumatic um to say the least um sorry I had to mention it like that, but it was really, really brutal. And then um, he's like, I will make you watch everything fall while you're sitting in jail. And Junwoo, of course, is hysterical, you know, storms out and has a big temper tantrum in the jail. In the jail, And that's it. So next thing we see Myung-Ki meeting with um, Junwoo and he's like, well, what am I going to do? Like, how is this going to work? What, how are we going to win this? And she's basically looking at him like, I'm going to get you out. Don't worry. I'm going to keep you safe. And he's like, well, also keep an eye on my brother. Cause I don't trust him anymore. He's obviously super confident and I don't know why. And so i He's like, got it. I'll look out for him. Next. We go to Vincenzo meeting up with his friend, Luca, Luca from Italy, Luca, who is Italian and his kind of best friend, friend in Italy arrives to Korea and you're like why is he there they have a meeting at the plaza and basically he's like I we need your help back in Italy there's things going on with the Cassano family we need you and so the plan is now that he needs to go back to Italy in the midst of all of the kind of lawsuit that they're about to bring on to Babel but everyone is like it's okay you can go Vincenzo you need to go take care of your family in Italy that's fine while they say okay to that, you have Young Woon and, you know, the situation with Young Woon and Mary now is is the person that they have pinned as living right in the plaza and who can get open the, um, the, the room with the gold in it. Sure enough, you know, the next day, Vincenzo's leaving Everyone's saying how much you're going to miss him. They're like, please be well. They're sending him off with little food from Korea. And it's super sweet seeing how he, much he's had, he has gained in Korea that they have, that he now is taking little pieces of it with him back to Italy. Um, so he's getting ready. He's leaving. Um, and... While Cha Young is dropping him off at the airport with Luca, you know, she um, has remembered some Italian for him. And she basically says something like friends are like one soul and two bodies. And she says that to him in Italian and it's super cute. And that to me was so so sweet and like that was the sweetest moment of theirs i've thus far um definitely not that kiss this was their their sweetest moment and he's like okay i'll return safe you know and she wishes him well she returns back to the plaza and guess who is at the plaza right now the 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 right hand man of the police i mean the guy who wants to be president His he's now with a whole bunch of men um, captured Mary and they have taken her to the room, um, the temple, and they have her and young wound there. And he tells her to open it or she's going, he's going to kill her right then and there. She immediately opens the room, the vault, because she's like, he's going to kill me. And they, he jumps down into the room and there's no gold in sight, no gold in sight. And then you're like, what's happening? You know, then they're like, you know, monks are there, young women there, and they kind of see, like, they all know something has, you know, the reason why the goat isn't there, so we're happy the goat isn't there, um, and then Miri tries to run, she starts to start escaping, and yelling, and through the plaza, and then Cha Young, of course, and J- Ju Sung run out, and they are, like, trying to protect Miri, and they're like, what, who are you, you know, to these men, and they're, like, basically starting you know to push and attack chai young and mary and they want to try to grab mary and then because they want to find out where the gold is they think she has taken it or put it somewhere or she knows where it is at least and then out of nowhere vincenzo appears i was like yes so vincenzo comes and they're in shock that he's there and he's like I'm back. Um, he didn't obviously go to Italy. And they're like, what What about Italy? What do you need to, you know, shouldn't you have gone back? And he's like, it's okay. I found another way to solve that. And he's like, and I forgot to feed my pigeon in I <laughs> That was cute. And so next thing you know, he's still he, you know, the camera freezes with him with his finger pointing at the men and telling them like, come at me. Come get it. Come and get it. And I'm like, ah, yes. It just gets better and better. So, this is where I'm going to end this episode. It's been really, really long. Um, so, I apologize. But I hope you enjoyed this recap of episodes 17 and 18. I am so excited for the final two episodes. I'm hoping that they end this well. They also have just done such a great job thus far. So, I'm trusting that it will be a great ending. Um, so I'll be back with that new recap next week. And um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this chit recap chat um, of Vincenzo episode 17 and 18. That's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. Lola's off.